money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. I feel like singing. Singing because it's a brand new year. It's and epiphany. It's epiphany. You're right. It it's, is epiphany. And it's our son's birthday. It's our son's. Happy birthday, Zach. There you go. He's hey. He's 24. He's 24. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe that you have a 24-year-old when you're 29. I am not 29. But you, I think you look you, like you're 29. Well, thank so, you, dear. There you go. That's very kind, but that's not true. And welcome to the show. <laughs> On that note, uh, I, I said Happy to New I said, Year. I said it's to, January. Exactly. It's January 2023. I said to Reb on the way in. I said, you know, I really have to actually do like a good intro because it's a new year and all of that's <laughs> going on. So, so let's just jump into a little bit of housekeeping. First and foremost, it is a new year. And uh, this show in particular is sponsored by Financial Discipleship Canada, which we are thankful for their support. If you've listened to the show before, you will have uh, heard or seen Ray Borg, who is the uh, ministry liaison with Financial Discipleship Canada. And they do an awful lot. If you want to check them out, notmine.ca is their website uh, and kind of takes you all kinds of resources and places. They are a voice of, of finances and biblical finances. Uh, We're actually going to do a show with Ray this month regarding all that they're affiliated with and even in some of the financial planning. They're a busy they crew, which they is are. really yeah. great. They, they are. And so um, as far as the other podcast, this podcast and listening to this podcast, you can hear um, this podcast on not my, nine, not mine mine dot ca. <laughs> It'll come out. And of course, chri.ca. We love uh, the folks at chri and more than enough.ca. Those are where you can listen to the podcast anytime you can search them and you just hit play and go. Of course, if you are a podcaster and you download them or you listen to them on a particular podcasting platform, we're on most of them. And of course, we're on YouTube, which is a little bit of a new thing for the the end of 2022. And uh, so you can watch Reb and I as we stumble our way through. the Yes. Uh, and my shows. blank stares just as I was yeah. blank staring just yeah, now. Good. I know. Well, welcome was, back to the show, Reb. Thanks. <laughs> it's January, and we're just going to hit you between the eyes today. So Dave doesn't want to hit you between the eyes. I will. Mm-hmm. He's going to be really nice. I'm not. Okay. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm always nice. Yes, you are. So <laughs> what, what's on your mind today? Okay, we're talking so, this. Let me uh, let me just say <laughs> this is the show where, where we, we talk, do talk about the, the hard, hard issues, issues around money. money. You know what? We need to practice this intro mm-hmm. a lot better. No. Well, I thought it was it went really well. Okay, thank you. But but right. the uh, yeah. okay. So we're going to talk about um, what would your life look like if mm. you weren't committed to things. Mm-hmm. What does your life life look like if you weren't committed? So let's say you. So we want com- you to take a pause. If if you're sitting down, you got your coffee. Just think for a minute. To what are the things in my life? That, that I know, like, I'm committed to. Like, there's a no-brainer. Um, like, comes right off no, the top of your head. you're asking a different question, though. I want them to think about what would their life look like if they weren't committed well, to their marriage or to their jobs or to their children or yes. to their friends. 
So that's why I asked them to think about the things that they are committed to so that we could go, what would it look like if you weren't committed to okay, those things? Okay, I Welcome to the show. <laughs> go, keep going. I'm listening. No, you're, you're, you're right on, on the money. So I set it up. My question sets up Reb's question. Did you catch that? So, Aren't you uh, glad to be entering January with such joy from Dave and Reb on Let's Talk Money? There we go. Okay. Uh, you Don't turn off the radio. I, I know. Okay. Um, so, yes. So you have to know what you're committed to. Um, and we're going to leave you with some homework so that you can get intentional about knowing what you're committed to. But but let's simply say, what would our life look like if you weren't committed to me? Correct. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of places we could go. But I want to can I can I put the financial piece in that Go for it right because you know committing to certain aspects of our finances and and for me this is an easier maybe um example i have a mortgage and i've committed to pay that mortgage every single month right because that's the commitment i made when i signed the piece of paper that said and do you do that intentionally we and, may and we set up an e transfer yeah, thing we, whatever we we, yeah. we okay. put the money in the account we yeah. we are committed to paying that payment every single time and what would life look like if i didn't right and yeah. so well, i we would be homeless we we would there would be a lot more stress there would be you we know we wouldn't there, have a place to live right yeah. So, so for, you know, there's, there's a portion of that, that, that is the immediate, if I don't pay it three times in a row, somebody comes knocking on my door to say, listen, you didn't pay your mortgage. We're going to take possession of your house. Like that's mm -hmm. okay. So that's an immediate, mm -hmm. oh man, if I'm not committed to making sure that that payment happens, mm -hmm. then there, there's a relatively quick response. Now over the longer term, well, we could lose the house, but we would find a place to live but we'd be in the same scenario where every month I'd have to come up with the money for rent. Yes. So obviously we know that most of us who have a mortgage have are committed to paying that mortgage. Like mortgage a, or rent. Or, or rent. Yeah. We just, it, we don't think about, am I committed to paying my mortgage this month? We just are because we know that it means shelter. But I want to take a look at that question and, and the issue around commitment because so often we start January with New Year's resolutions and we have not done resolutions. If you look back at the last hmm. Januaries, we've never believed in that. I shouldn't say believed in it, but I, they, I've just, it's I can not one of the practices. We no, do, no, sure. you're, it's more about what are you committing to in 2023 mm -hmm. and, and, and not making, especially in this, this time of society and the world where we're all burnt out. It feels like in some ways, you know, what's one thing you're going to commit to. So that's actually what we're going to leave you with as a mm -hmm. question this month, but our, uh, or today, um, but I do want to read Luke 12 because there's a, some great discussion about commitment. And in our Unleashed uh, workshops that we do with our clients, we spend a whole session, uh, workshop, a whole evening on commitment. And it's actually a great discussion. And it's quite convicting because we, we really, this show is talking about the hard issues around money. And we're kind of forcing you this morning to take a look at your commitment issue. And you might have a commitment issue. Maybe you don't want to make a commitment to certain things because you just can't handle one more thing to be committed to. And I get it. But let's look at it together. So, hmm. like, open open the windows of your mind to see what God would have to say to each of us today 
particularly about our financial commitment. So Luke 14, 26 to 33 says this, your large crowds were traveling with Jesus and turning to them. He said, if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Now those are hard verses and we're not specifically talking about those, but this sets it up. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you saying, this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. Or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. Won't he first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? If he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other still a long way off and ask, for terms of peace. In the same way, those of you who do not give up everything cannot be my disciples. Now you may all wonder like what on earth do these verses have to do with commitment? But I think they're really important. For one, considering, considering the cost, we need to consider the cost of of many things in our life, of having a family, of getting married, of buying a car, buying a house, of committing to uh, be on the board of some local organization. There, all of these things that happen to us that we're involved with take commitment. Relationships take commitment. Mm. And Jesus is saying to here, you know what? You need to sit down and consider the cost of this commitment. And you know what struck me when I read these verses in regards to our finances? I'm wondering, Dave, if some of us in our culture today have actually done what we encourage with our face acronym. Mm-hmm. Face your finances. Financial em- uh, impact. No. Financial awareness okay. creates empowerment. I need That's to start it. the the year over again because obviously I don't know what it stands for. Yes, financial awareness. And I'm just wondering if financial awareness creates empowerment, if we are actually facing our finances, if we as a Canadian family, individuals, um, any, any of us are sitting down, like Jesus says, and considers the cost. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. that verse burned in my heart today as I read it. Mm-hmm. Like, won't you? And I'm like, actually, I think we have to start there, Jesus. Because I'm wondering if we're actually sitting down to consider the cost of the commitments in our life. And I think, you know, this is one of the areas in our finances that um, it just kind of creeps up. Uh, we commit to to this and then life goes on and you kind of get used to, okay, that's good. And then we commit to this and then we commit to this. And, and when we inject the ability uh, that credit gives us to actually overcommit, Right. So when we think about Mm. credit, we go credit is really just gives us the ability to overcommit in the area of finances. I don't have the money now. I'll put it on the credit card or I'll put it on the line of credit and I'll pay it back later. It allows us to overcommit now to financial um, things that then we, we normally would say, I don't have the money. I guess I'm not doing that. Right. So, you know, when if we draw that hard line and say, this is the money that I have to spend and I'm not going to use credit, 
then I can't commit beyond what my bank account or what my my income says. And that's a huge challenge because we live in a in a, so, a society and a culture and, and here in North America where there's so many good things to commit to. There's so many excellent things, you know, and, and throw the mix of kids in there and say, okay, well, you know, my kids want to commit to some things, you know, maybe right. a sport or a, and we think, well, that's a really good thing. But we don't sit down and, and really count the cost. We don't truly look at the big picture. And so we commit to it. And then now we're in, now we're in like we're, we've got this tension now where I committed to, and I'll use the kids as a great example, committed to something that I believe is really excellent for our kids. It's going to help them be part of a team. It's going to help them gaining confidence. Like there, these things are intangible but they come with a financial cost. And if we don't sit down and actually face those costs, we can overcommit. Right. And we may not be doing it intentionally. And I, I'm trying to think of when we've done that. And I know, like, I feel like sometimes Christmas is a, is a, sure. You count the cost, but then you're not really fully honest with the cost. We should add, like, 25% more to the spending plan for Christmas because we know that there's it's going to be at least 25% more. Well, and, and this is where having a plan, like just having a plan allows us to see the reality of our commitments. And right. so if we have a plan and we say, you know, and I'll just use percentages for our example today and say, you know, 60% of my, my take-home pay goes to cover my shelter costs, my food, my transportation, my insurances. Those are the fixed costs that we have on any given month. So, you know, let's say 60% is already committed even before I make it, but it's already committed and I get to pay that every month. So, okay. And that leaves 40% for giving and for all of the other stuff like telephone and, and right. entertainment and all of those other things. And you go, okay, well, when we are just facing that those that quick summary, we can go, okay, if I'm going to increase, if I'm going to say, yes, we're going to sign up for the kids for, for, for soccer, or for hockey, do I have capacity to be able to do that? And if we don't have a plan, it's really difficult to make that choice, right? And that speaks to your verse is, is, is we got to sit down and make a plan. You know, if I'm going to build the tower. Well, and this is like, there's so many things that you're saying that I actually didn't expect to come up in this show. Like, I didn't expect you to say credit allows us to overcommit in the area of finances. That's, you've never, I've never heard you say that. And that's amazing. That's well, an amazing thing when we consider the use of credit that it does allow us to overcommit. It overcommits our finances and overcommits our emotions and our mental capabilities because it does cause us stress then. It puts, it pushes stress on the, so we can commit to it. So like there's different areas. That, like, <laughs> and there's a real hard issue here, right? Like I, I love the example we're using about, about the kid because th there's an emotional piece like I said, it's really great that the kids can get confidence in a sport or that they can learn to be team players or that they can experience a, a, a whole, in a sense, maybe a different world than they ever have by, by participating in a sport. There's so many great things about that. 
But from a financial standpoint, I do need to sit down and count the cost. And it's not to say that you can't do it. It's not to say that it's not an excellent thing to do. But in the end, there is a financial component, as we learn from Luke, that I need to to sit down and do it. And and I love the, the verses in Luke because it gives us a little bit of solution. It says, you know, if, if I'm a king and I see an army coming at me and I have to decide if I can actually beat that army with the resources I have mm-hmm. or do I come up with a different solution? Maybe I have to go to them with a peace treaty or maybe we have to negotiate something like, you know, again. So, so I'll give you a really simple example, because I feel like this we started off the show like, what are you committed to? Mm-hmm. Um, what would it look like if you weren't committed? And actually, we're actually leading this discussion into, well, we actually are committing, but we're over committing because we haven't counted the co- cost. Mm. Yeah, and now we're we've turned the show has the I God must want us to really look at this because I just feel it you yeah. know as we're having this discussion we need to sit down and first count the cost I mean um, maybe I mean they're all connected all of these mm-hmm. questions are connected when it comes to commitment but I was thinking of dance when we years ago when we just started dance and and our income was smaller and we could commit to the fee for dance Mm -hmm. and we had the plan and we figured it out how that was going to happen but then christmas would come and and tickets would for the shows then we had you know all the additional costs tights and shoes and then point shoes and then point shoes needed to be purchased and we needed to sit down and say okay what is actually this costing us what is what are the final costumes for the final show because there were these hidden costs when we first made our commitment to put our kids in dance that just we're like oh this actually was was way beyond and the like you said having a spending plan helped us see the reality of the commitment and we were over well we weren't over committing we actually had to sit down and think how are we going to do this and then i would call my sisters who at christmas we call the anti-clauses you know (laughs) or the the I don't know with the the dance fairies. I can't remember the um Sure, you know. but we we, but we, we came call, up with a different so I, solution. Right. So I called right. my sisters and said, How about birthday money and you know, to help us with some of this? And they were more than happy to do that. And not everyone has aunts or sisters like I, you know, that you can mm-hmm. call for money. But in the in those years, in those days, they were really gracious to help us and that was the solution. But I it's just striking me as a really profound thing that you're like have you guys who are listening ever thought that credit helps us overcommit? Mm. And then what is that credit doing? Sometimes it can be part of the plan, like a mortgage, right? You have a plan or you're taking a student loan because you know, and if the, the next few years you'll graduate and then pay, be able to pay it off, you've got a plan. The plan is really important. Yeah. Sitting down and facing it and then making the plan, just like that scripture verse says, won't you sit down and estimate the cost? That's really what, I mean, Jesus is talking about following him in context. Well, but and I, it actually I think that's, applies here. I think, again, I think we can take this, this word from Christ and saying, 
of course he's talking about following him and and the commitment of following him which uh, again we're not going to really address in the show but we can take the wisdom of that to say wait a minute this applies to our finances it applies to to our hearts it applies to the things that we commit to on a regular basis and you mentioned at the beginning of the show some of that commitment is a time commitment am i going to volunteer here mm-hmm. am i going to uh, again with time we you know we we don't have the ability to to use debt or credit credit with time because we only have so much so again that's for us in in the context of this conversation around commitment and maybe at the beginning of the year, as we think about what is 2023 going to bring us, maybe one of the questions that we'd like to leave with you is this, is, is what are you going to commit to? And to really encourage you to, before you commit, to, to make a plan, um, Reb. And, and there's a simple uh, tool we, we use in finances. We call it the 24-hour rule. So we're out shopping, we have a plan, and we say, wow, there's something that I really like or really need, and it's on sale, and, and I want to go get it. But it's not in the plan, and it's more than what we have in terms of margin. We have this rule, it's 24 hours, that say, hey, we're going to let that sit for 24 hours. We're going to think mm-hmm. about it. We're going to maybe talk about it. Sometimes I see those things, and I don't even talk to you about it, because by, by the time five hours is up, I realize, ah, that wasn't such a good deal, or ah, I'll wait till later, or something like that. But to to add into this is just allowing yourself some time to be able to go to revisit the plan, to say, you know, is this something that I really want to commit to financially? Is this Mm -hmm. something that I really can commit to financially and if it is then let's think this through from a couple of different angles because there may be surprises and then there may be things that you can anticipate and and i'll use our dances as an example if we really thought about it of course there's going to be dance <laughs> shoes. Of course, there's going to be some additional cost to dance. But, but honestly, sometimes I don't want to have those discussions because then I think, oh, man, then we then we're going to have to say no. And I maybe even back then I knew I'd have to say no if I actually looked at the hidden surprises mm. that weren't really surprises at all. I just, you know, by the second and third year, we certainly knew what was coming. So then, and then we, we could, were preparing right, for we it, and prepared, we were right, you know. and we could do it in a yeah. in a way that worked out financially for us. But I'm thinking, like, how do you sit down and count the cost, literally, of building a tower? Like, I, I'm thinking mortgages. Mm-hmm. I know that, like, we're already heading to the end of the show, but even something like that, these big financial commitments, what do we want to say to encourage folks with today? And, and I think this is the faith component. This is such a powerful part of our journey is, is that when we can slow down enough mm-hmm. to then go, in my 24 hours, I'm actually going to ask the Lord. I'm actually going to make every spending decision a spiritual one where I don't know what the future holds. But what I see today is, is that, hmm, this is going to push us financially. This is going to, you know, it's going to bring us uh, maybe closer to, to a zero balance in terms of cash flow. And we can say to the Lord, Lord, I don't know what the future holds. I can see maybe dimly but give me some wisdom. Give me some, some 
insight that I can make this decision and then I can rest in that decision whichever way it goes. If the, if the answer is no, then we can say, okay, Lord, I'm going to trust that whatever benefit our kids would get from dance, we're going to find that benefit somewhere else, um, whatever's motivating me to say yes. Uh, or if I say, again, if I say no, then I'm going to trust that maybe the Lord has a different plan and one that fits within the resources that he has given us. Again, right. if he is the source and we truly live in the stewardship of the resources that he gives us, if he gives us two talents, then so, we're going to live within so that. So then really it's coming back to the reality of these Luke verses that it's about our commitment to Christ, really. Bottom line, our commitment to our finances again and our and our commitments that we're making are really, f we, we want them to flow out of our commitment to Christ and our trust. And I can honestly say as a mom, sometimes what I want for my kids is overridden me even asking Jesus because I, have, I, I think he's going to say no, which is a terrible I'm gonna. I, I, can I share this yeah. story about you? Yeah, go ahead. Because this story about <laughs> oh, Reb. So oh, no. I'm, I'm you jumping only have in a few here. minutes left. I know, so. I, and it's a really short story because I remember you sharing this story, and and I know you shared it on the podcast before. And that is, is that your grade twelve class was going to go to France? I believe it was. Oh, grade it was grade 12, eleven. Grade yeah, eleven. Class. We were going to Switzerland. And, and and so you know the class was going, and 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 you didn't even ask your father if you could go because you they suffered a huge loss on the farm. There yeah, were a whole lot year. of reasons yeah. why, but but you didn't even ask. Yeah. And of course, your dad finds out much later and says, "Well, why didn't you ask?" He asked you, why didn't you go on the trip? I said, because we had, I didn't think we could afford it. And he said, why didn't you even ask me? Because mm -hmm. you could have gone. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> and so, you know, looking at that story and how yeah. many times in our lives when we see something that's good, can we, oh, yeah. can we just oh. ask and can we mm -hmm. say, you know what, if the answer is no, then I can trust that, that the father knows best. And if the answer is yes, then I haven't even asked. And so then I didn't know that you could have went to Switzerland and, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, all of that. So, you know, again, just that little story has been in the back of my mind a, a number of times. Because, just because really it was in relation to the asking the father mm -hmm. and, and Jesus and his spirit and talking to them about it, like the Trinity of God, you know, because I haven't. I mean, that's a whole other show. But what's my view of God that mm -hmm. I would be afraid to ask? You know, because the Bible does say that when we ask, he hears us. He answers before we even finish asking sometimes. And and he doesn't give a stone when we ask for bread. And um, we come humbly and honestly and say, I really want this for my family. But I know this might cost too much. It might be more than than I'm willing than you you want for me, Lord. And and the, those are hard conversations to have, which is you know all these other discussions that flow out of this. But today we just want to leave you with: Are you sitting down and counting the cost of the commitments that you're interested in making? It's kind of and looking at 2023, yeah. looking ahead. Uh, again, you may have to do some cleanup. You may have to look back and say there are things we've committed to which I need to change. I just need to stop. And those may be a difficult conversation. It may be a difficult thing to untangle. Whatever that is, there may be a cost to that. All of those things. The the reality is is as we look ahead to 2023 and ask the question so um, what am I committed to now 
And in the financial realm, getting a really clear picture of where it stands and then um, making some decisions as the Luke says, well, I might have to come up with a different solution. I might have to get creative and do that. So thank you, Lord, that mm. you give us the solutions, that you're interested in the intimate details of our lives. And I pray for all of us that we would count the cost, that we would mm. sit down and face our finances and invite you into that conversation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I want to thank uh, the folks from Financial Discipleship Canada who sponsored the show. A little tag for them. We love them. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.